Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Before I reveal the, le- the last and final episode to DW Investigates, which will be broadcasted live here on Tuesdays for tomorrow, uh, Thursday evening of this week. But tonight, I would not like to take this time to speak with you all by audio about the climate realism idea that Naomi Zeit was or is still calling for. First of all, I'd like to say that yes, what happened in Maui most recently of last week was no mere act of climate change nor global warming. First of all, just to be frank with you and very serious with you all, ladies and gentlemen, there is no climate emergency or current global or universal climate crisis that anyone has ever noticed either here in this current lifetime or in since ages past or even from a few recent years ago. Nor there will be, there won't be any such climate emergencies or climate crisis either now in our lifetime, as I mentioned before, or within a few years from now. And so, as we move on, I would like to address you all to say that, yes, we really do need climate realism in our schools, in our universities, and even out in public, as well as within our lives, rather than useless climate strikes and climate protests, especially if we are to really want to mend or even save our planet, our environment, and even our children's future. And even, we also do need the absolute excessive use of fossil fuels if we are to strive and create a more better, peaceful, and prosperous future for ourselves, for our children, and for many other future generations of our humanity and for our planet to come. But first, we should change the way what we do to the environment. As I did state one time in my Earth Hour speech, now truly is a time for more decisive thinking, not urgent climate action. In dealing this great tragedy that's seriously inflicting serious worry on us, the human race, and even our planet. We don't need any more useless climate accords, summits, protests, strikes, or even new Green New Deals that usually don't bring any kind of solid results or any active solutions to our to both our environmental and even our planetary problems. Second, ladies and gentlemen, I also say that we also do away with those climate alarmists and those climate prophets of doom that do nothing for our dear planet, our future, for our children's future, and even for the future of our humanity. All they ever do, ladies and gentlemen, just to tell you the truth, is by spreading nothing but excessive climate hysteria, fear, bullying, intimidation, and even other realistic information that usually turn out to be completely baseless unscientific theories, along with very broken and falsified promises for a more cleaner planet 
and sustainable future without showing any kind of hardcore or solid scientific evidence, but not even explaining the actual science behind their claims that that what we're living in right now is an act, is actually a global climate crisis in which, yes, all all these people, including all those eco warriors, eco activists, and those climate strikers and those climate protesting organizations like Greenpeace, Extinction Rebellion, Fridays for Future, Just Stop Oil, and many others that we have heard and recently have seen on the news, on radio, and even on social media online, all have one thing in common, ladies and gentlemen. And that is, they all like to make up very fictitious fairy tale stories, personal bias, falsified sob stories on how climate change, even and or global warming is affecting their lives, of which we all should know by hardcore and actual scientific fact that both climate change and global warming does not rob anyone or anything's future or make one to commit suicide all because they're being affected by climate change. Why is that, ladies and gentlemen? Because climate change... It's just a natural planetary process that usually changes the, the kind of weather that our planet is having from one end of the globe to the other. Now, the reason I can tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, is that climate change itself, if you all must know the real reason behind all these so-called fake news stories and climate alarmists and climate hysteria that's now gripping our lives and with a big huge chokehold that we cannot even think of a more active solution on how to really truly solve our global problems that we are facing today and and even may from many years down the road is that yes we all should be entitled to a much healthy and clean environment but it is up to us, the human race, to keep that environment clean and healthy. Not by participating in a global climate strike, a climate school strike, or many or any other climate protests that all they ever do, do is just agitate, annoy, and really tick off people. And most of all, ladies and gentlemen, if any so-called climate activists are listening to this broadcast, all we ever do is absolutely nothing for the planet. You're a bunch of climate hypocrites making up very fictitious fairy, fairy tales about how we're living in a big, huge global to universal climate emergency in which such global emergency when it comes to both the climate and the weather and our environment simply do not and will not exist. Why? Because all you climate activists, including all you teenage climate activists from both here and around the world, simply do not have any hardcore or solid scientific real evidence to back up your claims. All you ever do is just agitate people with very fictitious stories about how we're being affected by climate change, in which you all should know or should have been educated in your public schools, whatever they teach. 
that mankind is usually not in control of the climate, nor the environment, nor the weather, or anything therein. And so, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this message that I'm broadcasting to you live on this Tuesday evening, the 22nd of August, 2023, is that I have chosen this time to speak to you all about the subject of climate realism. Was climate realism? Well, it is the kind of subject that made ordinary people like Naomi Zeit of Germany, you know her as the anti-Greta anti Thunberg of climate change, especially people like who work for the Heartland Institute with their climate reality forums and people like Lord Christopher Monckton, a notable climate skeptic, used to be a cabinet member to the late British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher during the 1980s, back when I was a child. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's up to me to tell you, to explain to you what climate realism really is. Climate realism is what really goes on with the climate. Not the climate alarmists, not the climate hysteria that everyone else is preaching. But if I were to invent my own version of climate realism, we must never forget or still remember one of the most greatest facts about our planet, our aging planet, is that yes, Several billion and billion and billion and billion years ago, ladies and gentlemen, our Earth that we know that we are standing on, that is our only hope, home here in the Milky Way galaxy of our entire solar system, was created by one man, and that is God the Father. He had created this planet in six days. Therefore, if we all know the story, which most of us should, this planet and everything in it was created by him and it still belongs to him. As it is written, he had created this planet Earth within six days from the very beginning of time and space and he rested on the seventh day. Where did mankind originally came from? Simple, from the ground of the earth. Before that, we existed as angels, dwelling with him. The reason why God created mankind from the dust of the earth is that he wanted us to subdue the planet, not bow down, worship, and try to save it whenever our planet's in trouble. Therefore, it is also written from the book of Romans that these people, these climate alarmists, these climate hypocrites, yes, including the uh, Hollywood celebrities to support them, including those what former President Trump called the climate prophets of doom, 
climate activists like Greta Thunberg and others like her, especially Lisa Neubauer and that African girl, girl named Vanessa, all have one thing in common. They're all complete liars and great deceivers. Why? Because they have said, already said in their hearts and their minds, ladies and gentlemen, that there is no God. They think that with socialism and communism, we should live better lives, in which we all should know back back in the years, if we all came from the years the Cold War years that we all survived and came out of from, is that both communism and socialism has never been a realistic economic, environmental, and political solution to any of mankind's global and universal problems ever since agent, agents passed. Really, it makes it worse. It doesn't, doesn't solve anything nor make international things any better. And so... What does it mean for all this and on the subject of climate realism? We all, we all know, must know, know the entire fact, ladies and gentlemen, is that what happened in Hawaii and those wildfires up there in Canada was not due to climate change nor global warming or even global boiling, as what the United Nations Secretary General by name Antonio Guterres is now saying. It was actually from an act of God. As a warning, if we all can, if we all continue to believe all these lies that the mainstream media and everything else is being put out, either on social media websites, or even on TV, on radio, or even on social media websites like Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, and uh, elsewhere then you're lost. How? Because you believe the lies that are being peddled around by these famed climate activists like Greta and everybody else like her. These people that I have named in this message to you tonight have shamefully tricked, deceived, and lied to both you and me, our world leaders, and even to God himself about what's really going on with the climate and the weather. Oh, therefore, these climate activists that you see mowing down the streets with their phony cardboard-made, homemade signs, which is actually made out of recycled cardboard and supposedly discarded pizza boxes that have no life-changing or heart-changing messages except for nothing but blah, 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 fish, 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 and even ribbit, ribbit, ribbit scrawled all over them in any kind of language or any kind of message. All they ever do is just agitate, make people's lives even worse, and most of all, they don't lead to any hardcore solutions or even more realistic and factual scientific answers and solutions to our planet's climate and environmental problems. Why? Because it's, it's just to prove, ladies and gentlemen, just how very uneducated and unrealistic and unscientific that these teenage climate activists and many other climate alarmists like them 
really are, especially in their kind of level of thinking or intelligence. Another reason why I've chosen to speak with you all about climate realism is this. Yes, climate change is real. It has been real ever since the Earth was formed, and it's still real today. But the big, huge problem with it is that it should not be politicized, nor even a political discussion of debate. And most of all, humanity itself, including you and me, is not in control of climate change. The same thing with fossil fuels. CO2 is actually good for the plants. It actually regulates the plants. They also see as food without it and without plants. We do not have oxygen or O2 for us and many other land and certain sea mammals to breathe on. You see, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to stuff like greenhouse gas emissions, excessive use of fossil fuels, the ozone layer, all the way up to carbon dioxide or whatever it is that these people are making such a big fuss and big deal out of. When it comes to global warming, some global warming is good. And yet again, too much of it can be concerning, yes. But it is not the fossil fuel companies that produce our oil and gas. It's not their fault. It is actually the climate activists and climate alarmists' fault for spending this kind of fake global crisis, as well as this extremely fictitious climate crisis that seriously does not exist or will ever exist, either here in our lifetime or even a few years down the road thus making any type of Green New Deal, Green Agenda, or even the ideas of proclaiming a huge universal climate emergency, basically and utterly extremely useless. Why? Because there is no such global climate emergency that's happening here right now or even down the road within a few years from now. Is my contention, ladies and gentlemen, that whatever these climate or environmental issues, some of it's good, some of it's bad. It's just a wake-up call to remind all of us here, ladies and gentlemen, including our kids and our grandkids, even for future generations, is that Yes, we do need climate realism, not climate alarmism, nor climate activism. Why? Because both climate alarmism and climate activism, too much of it can lead to massive climate insanity or hysteria, where it can really ruin a person's mind, soul, and spirit when it comes to preserving and maintaining, including tending our plant. After all, since it is God's Father's plant and not even our humanity, not even humanities, all we have, all we humans can do, ladies and gentlemen, including our kids, is this. 
We can only cultivate, tend to, and take care of our planet Earth. However, we cannot worship the creation over the Creator, as it is written in the book of Romans. We cannot make the planet Earth our mother. Why? Because God the Father owns this Earth, including our lives. We cannot bow down, worship, lift it up, and even try to save our planet Earth, the environment, or every, anything that's in the Earth. Why? Because Father God owns it, even to this day. And so, ladies and gentlemen, the bottom line to this message that I'm reciting to you all is this. What does this mean for us humans? Simple. We do not own the planet Earth. We are a part of the planet Earth. Part of the creation. One man owns the Earth, and that's God the Father. No one else. Not even Greta. Not even Leonardo DiCaprio. Not any uh, anyone else like them. If this planet Earth belongs to God, then he is, I believe, wholeheartedly, ladies and gentlemen, that he is the true owner of this planet. And the reason why that we are seeing huge heat waves, heat domes, out-control wildfires in Canada, all the way to the recent Maui fire disaster, including the deadly heat waves over in Europe, could only mean one thing. That he is mad at us. For one thing. All because we have chosen to reject him. And instead worship the creation over him. In which he, he alone should be worshipped and not the creation. But there are others like those eco warriors I have mentioned to you tonight in this message. That would rather see all of us worship the creation rather than him, God the Father. I say it should be the other way around. We should worship God the Father over the creation. Why? Because God the Father was the one who created this planet within six days. And I still believe wholeheartedly that he still owns it, even to this day in our current generation. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that is my version of climate realism. Whatever climate problems that we are seeing right now, as we are now transitioning to summer into fall, and then maybe downwards so few, for, for a few, mi- few months later, it's a winter. The seasons is that... God is still in control. He is in control of the weather, the climate, the environment, and our lives. Therefore, I must warn you all, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this message, that my grave message to you all is this. If you, if you do not know, 
his son, his one begotten son named Jesus, then I sincerely do hope and pray that you one day turn to him before these calamities, these absolute global calamities and tragedies will get worse over time. All because of what the far left, these climate activists, people like Greta, Luisa, Vanessa, and all those eco-warrior celebrities, and even the climate alarmists, are trying to put out just to hijack and deceive our minds away from him, away from the truth, away from the very real scientific truth of what's really going on in our planet, as I'm speaking to you live while I'm looking out my window. And yet, ladies and gentlemen, before I close this message, I would like to say that, yes, we should all take the time and just thank God the Father for the planet that we live in. All the trees, the sky, the wind, the animals, the sea, in both on land and the sea, and for the climate, everything that he has done for us. I do. What about you? Do you thank God the Father for this planet? Or do you want to be re- deceived by a lying climate activist who say that it's only up to science, which it's not just science. We also cannot, we all should, should include God in that debate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thus close tonight's address. I bid you all good night. May God bless all of us, our children, and our planet. And remember, I really want you to think, not panic.